There's no doubt what we've seen over the last several days is a flattening out. And even when you get to New York, it's actually starting to come down regarding admissions, hospitalizations, needs for intensive care and intubation. That's the voice of Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. But a disturbing report today has revealed that the now infamous immunologist may actually just be a figment of the nation's collective imagination. Hear more about how millions of Americans are all having the same exact hallucinations of the so-called Dr. Fauci. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm your host, Leslie Price, and you're my listener, ready to parrot whatever talking points my guests and I come up with back to your friends later like they were your own. Stay with us. Well, he's the man who Americans have looked to the most as a trusted and comforting voice in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. But an alarming new report from dozens of the nation's top psychologists has revealed that Dr. Anthony Fauci is nothing more than a figment of the nation's imagination, citing that when people lack a clear source of stability in traumatic times, it's natural for them to create an imaginary friend in their minds to get them through stressful periods. OPR's Rebecca Neal joins me now with more on this surprising report. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Leslie. Rebecca, how do 327 million people across the United States all create the same infectious disease expert who's not really there? Well, the report pointed out that as a country, we are all going through the same trauma. And like a child who would create a pretend buddy in moments of instability when they have no clear authority figure to turn to, the nation is creating their own buddy who can calmly explain to them how herd immunity works and won't yell at journalists when asked a question. Wow, okay, so when did we all create this highly respected and trained imaginary man? The study points out that over the month of January, Americans became increasingly wary and frightened by the rise of COVID-19, as well as their government's lack of plans to deal with it. So, slowly, the country started retreating inward until Dr. Fauci popped into their heads to soothe them once President Donald Trump on January 30th called the coronavirus, quote, a very little problem. Huh. I do remember retreating to my room that day screaming and crying before waking up in the fetal position to Dr. Fauci on my television screen. Right. Americans desperately needed a small man with big warm eyes and little glasses to tell them to wash their hands and flatten the curve. Now, is everyone seeing the same Dr. Fauci in their heads? For the most part, yes. I spoke to American Psychological Association President Sandra Schulman about that. Since the vast majority of Americans are trained to look to older white males as authority figures, we found that roughly 95% of the country sees Dr. Fauci as a 70-something white male with non-threatening features, like a very patable head. Hmm. Interesting. Does he look different in others' imaginations? Yes, we found in the study that some also saw Dr. Fauci as an overweight woman with a southern accent who cradles you while discussing how the U.S. is working with other countries to create a vaccine. And some even saw him as a talking Labrador retriever who wears a little red handkerchief and details how two million people will die gasping for air if we don't follow the rules. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I guess this is just a little hard to wrap my head around. I interviewed Dr. Fauci just a week ago on this very podcast about whether or not I should still have people over to bob for apples and swing on my birthday. You're telling me that interview didn't happen? That's right. The report laid out how people in the media are more in need of a trustworthy source while reporting the pandemic. So evidence shows that Dr. Fauci appears more often for them and people like you. Wait, what about what he told everyone during all those press conferences with President Trump? Here, like this one. Dr. Fauci, at what point can the American people expect to start experiencing a level of normalcy in their lives again? 
Dr. Fauci, you just mentioned flattening the curve as a sign that the country has turned a corner. Have we seen the trajectory of that curve start to come down anywhere? See? I didn't hear anything other than reporters directing questions to an empty podium that went unanswered. That can't be true. He clearly said, though it's hard to quantify, mitigation is having an impact, but we're not out of the woods yet. Well... You heard that because, according to the report, you, as well as all other Americans, need him to say that right now. The moment we don't need Dr. Fauci in our lives to guide us through this horrible pandemic is the moment we will no longer hear or see him. Well, if that's what Dr. Fauci says, I'll believe it. Thanks for the report, Rebecca. And Dr. Fauci, thanks for joining Rebecca and myself on today's episode and giving us some fantastic input, too. Uh... Well, Dr. Fauci isn't really... (laughs) I agree, Dr. Fauci, one day at a time. (laughs) Oh, that's funny, Dr. Fauci. You always know how to make me smile with your little riddles and tummy tickles. (laughs) Stop, it tickles. (laughs) All right, well, I'll see you later, Rebecca. And I'll see you, Dr. Fauci, tonight for my tuck-in and story time after I put on my jammies. (laughs) We'll be right back. Oh boy, if you thought things were bad before, wait till you hear this. Here's what else you need to know today. With many of the country's major sports leagues at a standstill, some microbiologists are under fire today for orchestrating an illegal amoeba fighting ring in their lab. The microbiologists at MIT are accused of setting up and placing wagers on these single-celled organisms that would fight against one another in petri dishes, sometimes to the death. Kind of wish I'd known about this sooner. I'm so desperate for some action, I would have gladly thrown down 50 on one of those eukaryotes. And in the face of the coronavirus threats, a new report out today shows that more pregnant women are now opting to save their umbilical cord so they can use it to zip line out of the hospital after giving birth. Many doctors are now also recommending the practice as a great way to, quote, get the hell out of there as soon as possible. It sounds like so much fun, it almost makes me wish I could get pregnant. And finally, some sad news to report today. After 130 years in business, South Dakota will be closing its doors. It was a great run for the 39th or 40th state in the Union, depending on how you look at it. No word yet on what will occupy the space next. And that'll do it for today's episode of The Topical. I'm Leslie Price. We know the news doesn't stop, even though the rest of society has. So be sure to visit theonion.com for all the day's top stories. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode of The Topical, where we'll have the heroic story of one man who, after finding out cats could contract COVID-19, took it upon himself to drown a whole bag full of kittens. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.